1: Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
2: You're watching Entertainment Tonight. E.T.'s tribute to Larry King. I think the most fortunate thing of my life is to have known and interviewed great people.
3: Our time with the TV legend and details on his final days.
1: I was kind of expecting
0: it.
3: Then, X's Reunited, the real story behind Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler's United Front. This didn't just come out of left field. And Courtney K's new punk rock man, plus. By the, the weekend Super Bowl plans revealed only we're with the man in charge of halftime.
4: There's a lot of stuff happening in the show
3: that people aren't going to expect. And another famous face gets ready to perform as Donnie Wahlberg celebrates a major Super Bowl milestone. New kids on the block were like the first one back in 19- 30 we years around, ago this 30 year. 30 years, right. <laughs> Larry King sat down with the most famous people in the world, but you know, he was just as big a star as they were. That was
2: the magnitude of his impact. Oh,
5: absolutely. And now many of those famous folks are honoring one of the greatest talk show hosts of all time.
2: I had no great wish for celebrity. I had no great wish for fame, but I did have a wish to communicate The television
3: legend passed away early Saturday at Cedar sinai Medical Center after a battle with COVID-19. The 87-year-old reportedly contracted the virus from a home healthcare worker.
2: I'm by nature a curious elf. I'm just interested in people. I listen to their answers and I ask questions.
0: The guy was so strong and he was, he was the one I looked up to so much about live broadcasting.
3: From Ryan Seacrest to Oprah, stars paid tribute. I just spoke to Suzanne Summers, who was a frequent guest on Larry's show and a close friend. What would you say would be Larry's greatest legacy?
1: Larry King could talk to anyone about anything.
3: When Larry was hospitalized three weeks ago, Suzanne feared the worst.
1: I was kind of expecting it. His health has been bad the last several years. And every time I would see him, he was thinner and thinner. And then he's had um, so much sadness mm-hmm. in the last few years, you know, having two children die within a short period of one another.
3: Larry was definitely a fighter and had his share of health battles. He had a stroke in March of 2019 and was in a coma for a week. But that wasn't his first close call.
2: Years ago, I had quintuple bypass surgery. Ten years later, I had um, angioplasty in one of the veins that had closed off. Anybody who's had bypass surgery and a heart attack thinks about mortality a lot.
3: Five months after his stroke, Larry made headlines by filing for divorce from wife, Sean, after 22 years of marriage. E.T. covered the couple from when they first wed in 1997. Of course, Larry handled their 26-year age difference with his
2: trademark sense of humor. When did you know I was the final one, Larry? (laughs) When when you... When you think you have arthritis, it better be the final one because there's nothing left.
3: Larry and Sean had two sons together, Chance and Cannon. Larry was in his 60s when the boys were born.
2: Once there was an airplane, airplane,
3: airplane. Today, Chance is 21 and Cannon 20 years old. Along with their 59-year-old half-brother, Larry King Jr., they released a statement honoring their father, quote, We are heartbroken over our father's death, and together with our extended family mourn his passing. The world knew Larry King as a great interviewer, but to us, he was dad. We will miss him every single day of our lives. Larry was worth a reported $50 million and was also known as quite the ladies' man. He was married eight times and fathered five children. E.T. attended his 1989 nuptials to wife number six, Julie Alexander. But the marriage only lasted three years.
2: The public is much, much less curious over a relationship of mine than they are over a relationship of uh, Tom Cruise. A broadcasting legend, Larry did
3: over 7,000 shows on CNN and interviewed some 30,000 guests.
2: Brad Pitt, did you offer him your house for a honeymoon? Uh, no, but I will now. You're, you, know, you can come every <laughs> once. One more children? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're just getting started. You're Part not the you. average American woman, Megan. Admit it.
5: <laughs> well, I would like to think that I, I am. Okay.
2: She's That's terrific. I liked
5: her right.
3: very, I very, very right. smart. His career spanned six decades. Our
2: Mary Hart was a close friend. He told her this secret about getting his start in the business.
4: Do you remember it vividly, Larry? Vividly.
2: I'm on the air, and I, I couldn't think of a thing to say. And the station manager kicked open the door and said, "Speak." <laughs> <laughs> Through all his success
3: and fame, Larry remained humble and grateful for the work that enriched his life.
2: I think the most fortunate thing in my life is to have known and interviewed great people. It's a hell of a job.
3: Larry knew how to bring out those special moments in interviews. He will be missed. All right, let's go from one legend to another. Tom Brady is headed to his 10th Super Bowl. Check out how he celebrated Tom going right over to the stands to find his 13-year-old son, Jack, and give him a hug. That is beautiful. And I'm sure Jack will be in Tampa for the Super Bowl. We definitely know the weekend will be there performing at halftime. I had a chance to meet up with the man who is helping him craft that performance, the new executive producer for the halftime show, Jesse Collins. And Jesse and I sat down for an exclusive socially distanced sit-down about how he's changing the game. Ah! Many people would say this becomes the most anticipated halftime show. I hope so. How in the heck are you going to make it all work? Our
4: guy's got a lot of hit records and he's going to perform them all. At the end of the day, he's the one that has to stand there for a little over 13 minutes and dazzle 120 million people. As the weekend steps onto the
3: world's biggest stage, how will halftime adapt during the pandemic? Well, Jesse says
4: his team is taking the show out of the box. We're going to use the stadium to present the show in a way that it's never been presented before. But it is absolutely a live, live halftime show inside that stadium in more places than you would expect.
3: The production team for the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show, which airs on CBS, will be inside the stadium. Jesse, the show's first black executive producer, is also in charge of this year's Grammy and Oscar shows. He says safety is a priority. Expect masks and shields. I'll look like a stormtrooper with my shield and everything. (laughs) Will you guys live in a little bubble down at the Super Bowl? Will you go into, like, a bubble? Yeah, we're all,
4: like, you know. You don't want to be the one right? that, like, you know, you went out to Wherever. <laughs> right. And then now right. you're like stuck outside.
3: And that'll be it. Uh, yeah. And that'll be it.
4: It'll just be you waving from the fence. Right. The, the fence in Orlando.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> also inside the bubble. Oh, now, oh. Yep. Miley's heading to the Super Bowl. The twenty-eight-year-old will perform at the first ever TikTok tailgate for seventy five hundred vaccinated healthcare workers.
4: Sorry for crashing your meeting.
3: NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell invited them on a surprise Zoom.
4: I wanted to tell you that we want your team to be there.
5: Oh my gosh.
3: The big day is just 13 days away, and it will be a major milestone for Donnie Wahlberg.
4: When the new kids performed at the Super Bowl halftime Mm -hmm. back in 19. 30 years ago this year. 30 years ago
5: this year. 30 years,
4: right. We did it with Disney, which at the time, you know, I was trying to be a tough young man. I was like, why are we doing this Disney thing? The fans, they can expect a lot. But it was actually, you know, quite an honor. And to look back now and see what halftime has become in the Super Bowl, to know that we were the first sort of pop group to do that and to be part of that, it's a pretty cool honor.
3: You know, more boy bands would follow like sync and boys to Men. Coming up, our Super Bowl exclusive with Joey Fatone and Sean Stockman. Their interesting advice for the weekend.
5: Don't suck. <laughs> That's easy advice. I'm just saying, well, listen, it was a different game for former QBJ Cutler and ex Kristen Cavallari, who teamed up for their own battle on the streets of social media. The former couple sparked rumors of a reconciliation after they both posted this pic with identical captions, the world is full of users, 10 years, can't break that. But ET can confirm Kristen and Jay are not getting back together. Our source says the former couple remain friends and are both single. So what's behind this united front? Enter Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix, who said, I kept my mouth shut until I get called a liar, alleging she had a relationship with Jay.
6: It looks to me like I'm going to have to drop some receipts.
5: Those receipts? Alleged screenshots of Madison's text with Kristen's ex. But we're told Kristen and Jay, who have three kids together, will always have each other's back no matter what.
0: I mean, he's always there, you know? He's a great balance for me.
5: Now, a new couple alert. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are dating. His kids and my kids are really good friends. A source tells ET the pair have had a platonic relationship for years, but recently something sparked and their relationship has turned romantic.
4: Kourtney and Chloe live on the same street as us and she went to dinner with Kim, Kourtney, Kendall.
5: The two appeared to be hanging out at momager Chris's Palm Springs home over the weekend. Our source says things are super easy between them because they know each other so well. And finally, things are heating up between Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. Our source says Michael's family likes Lori and vice versa. Everyone around them approves of their relationship and they're both totally committed and very happy. But how does Lori's dad, Steve Harvey, feel about Michael? He says he likes Michael, but, quote, you ain't the sexiest man in the world to me. Let's be clear about that. I think I'm a
4: pretty lovable guy, actually.
5: I would concur. He is a pretty lovable guy, unless you're the father of the girl he's dating. Then he's like...
3: Uh, hello. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of couples, we are all in for Rob Lowe's primetime reunion. West Wing fans have a special surprise. The TV love story he's bringing to the Lone Star State. Some friends with benefits. Ben.
6: Music.
3: Wow. Kate Hudson. Oh! Oh! Incredible singing and a stunning look. Only we have your sneak peek at her new film with
6: Sia. Like a dream come true. Hey
3: everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Did you know that Rob Lowe has started a TV series in every decade since 1979 and he was pretty in every one of those decades? I mean, it's an amazing run, Matt. Yeah, pretty and talented. And The streak continues with 911
0: Lone Star. It also marks reunion with Lisa Edelstein more than 20 years after their West
4: Wing romance.
2: I want you to like me.
4: I do. And I immediately was lobbying yeah. to have her because you don't have chemistry with everybody I, and i know that west wing folks love my character sam seaborn and lori the, the the hooker who she played so we were lucky to get her it has been a pleasure sheltering in place with you <laughs> <laughs> and what else can you tease about that relationship she comes out to visit and pandemic hits so she figures i'll just stay here we're at each other's throats which makes sense why we weren't married but also we're remembering that person's kinda hot. And there may or may not be some friends with benefits. Hookup action going on between these two estranged people, but it's just hilarious and weird and wonderful and, and fun and sexy. So what else can 911 Lone Star fans expect this season? Rob
0: Lowe putting out more fires and a glimpse into pandemic life as a first responder tonight on Fox. How much of, of, of what's really going on will kind of
4: inform the story? Uh, a lot. We have to deal with the reality of what they are dealing with, which is the pandemic. So there's masks and there's all of that stuff that the first responders are doing. Let's go, let's go! To be able to play a first responder and play a real hero feels really, really good to me. I don't mean to be precious about it, but I'm I'm honored to do it.
0: You know what else is making Rob feel really proud? The fact that his youngest son, John
3: Owen, is a writer on 911 Lone Star. I love that. All right, up next, the pride of playing the Super Bowl from two boy band stars who know all about it. Only we're with Boys to Men, Sean Stockman, and In Joey Fatone. I don't know if it gets any better than this. I'm trying to keep the hair. I gotta get more plugs and stuff. Ben, remember toddlers and tiaras?
6: They call me cutie.
3: We're with the show's biggest star, now 16.
6: I wanna have music on the radio. Keep, keep dreaming.
3: It is incredible to believe that this year marks the 30th anniversary of Boys to Men's debut album. I am joined now by Sean Stockman and someone else who did okay with a little group called In Sync. Mr. Joey Fatone. <laughs> Joey, what's up? Sean, what's up? Sean, what do you think when you hear 30 years since that debut?
4: It still feels like it was just yesterday, man. It was just such a moment man, for us as were guys were coming lying.
3: from Philadelphia. You're a lion. You're old now. You don't remember nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right there, Joey. I will Hey guys, Super Bowl is coming up. Where will you watch the game? Who will you watch it with? I'll be at my home uh, with my family. My wife is
0: actually a big football fan, and she's actually a Tom Brady fan.
4: He shows that you know older guys still can do our thing.
3: <laughs> Say that again to the world. Tell, let the world That's know. That's right. That's right. The reason Joey and Sean have teamed up. They want to help make the big game viewing more pandemic friendly via the virtual snacking buddy by hell of a good dip.
4: What me and Sean are doing is we're going to be probably watching each other at the game and we can see each other virtually because of all the social distancing.
3: Just think iRobot,
0: but friendlier with chips and dip. (laughs) Cheers. Yep.
6: Cheers.
3: I want to take y'all down memory lane real quick. Sean, we were with you in San Diego at the Super Bowl back in 1998. Let's take a look.
0: Though so it was like an exciting, uh, you know, moment for us to a degree, you're
3: kind of glad that
0: it's over.
4: <laughs> what do you think when
3: you see that? Oh, my God.
4: That was before I had gray hair and, and you know, I was definitely a lot skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Of course, E.T.
3: was there 20 years ago behind the scenes at the Super Bowl halftime show. Joey, you were there with it saying, I want you to listen to what you had to say.
6: For us, it's pretty much the biggest
4: crowd. I don't know if it gets any better than this.
3: Joey, the frosted tips. The frosted yeah, tips, the frosted bro. Tips. You know, I'm trying to keep the hair. You know, this, this is, this is. You know, I got, I got to get more plugs and stuff. It's starting to come out. It's Listen, if I had tips I could frost right now, I would. All right, we jump from the Super Bowl to something equally as competitive, the wild world of kid pageants. Remember the show Toddlers and Tiaras? All those young ladies want to get to where our Rachel Smith has already been. Miss USA.
6: Stop it, Kev, stop it. But yes, I did live it, guys. It ran for seven seasons on TLC, and now fans can see where their favorites are now, including Eden Wood and her mom, Mickey. They call me cutie, 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 I started pageants like before I could even walk, like 14 months. 14 months old. So I've been in the game for a very long
5: time. Hello world, I'm on E.T. Is there
6: anything that you regret about participating in pageantry? I don't regret anything. I wish that I'd been a little bit smarter with the money. It's one of the most expensive hobbies. How much do you think you spent on E.T.? Girl,
5: y'all kill me with this.
6: Probably close to $800,000. What did you win? A bear and money and a trophy. We first met Eden in 2009 when she was just four years old and the breakout star of Toddlers and Tiaras. What did I tell you, Billy Bob?
5: Girl, you tell me so much stuff.
6: Girl, I haven't been on TV in a long time. Hey, Eden. This is Billy Bob and Bobby Sue. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I tried to get rid of them a long time ago and it just did not work. But while critics slammed Eden's mom for what they claimed was objectifying her daughter and forcing her into competing, Mickey says pageantry is what made Eden who she is today. I have been written about, talked about, cussed, you name it. Um, And when you do something like this, You have to be very secure in who you are. I've never seen anybody do anything that was, you wouldn't see your kid doing Walmart. The only thing is they had hair and makeup on when they did it. Eden retired from pageantry at the age of six after winning over 300 titles and landing a role in The Little Rascals Save the Day. She even had a (laughs) short-lived reality show. Now the almost 16-year-old, who's worth an estimated $100,000, is competing again, has her own makeup line, thousands of social media followers, and she's getting ready to release her first single. She's also going back to her roots in the new Discovery Plus limited series, streaming now. Toddlers and tiaras. Where are they now? I want to have music on the radio. I want to star in another huge movie, and I want to model in more fashion shows and fashion weeks. If you want to do something, then go for it. Go, reach for the stars. Keep dreaming. Well, we are wishing you the best of luck, Eden. All right, coming up, our Kate Hudson exclusive. Your first look at her musical collaboration. Next.
3: Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Where well,
5: the gin is cold, the piano
3: listen to me kate hudson can sing we all know that from glee and now kate is starring and singing in music along with maddie ziegler and leslie Odom jr Mm,
5: he
3: can sing thank you
5: hallelujah (laughs) it's the directorial (laughs) debut for
3: C. yeah
5: and we have your first look at the performance of the title track featuring kate's equally striking buzz cut check
3: it out and take care
5: i was just excited
6: to get rid of all the old Yes. Hair. When I looked at the hair, I'm so happy this is
5: gone.
0: If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus